0: Welcome to The Secret Life of Parkinson's, a podcast trying to break the barriers and stigma around PD to lessen the fear. It's a disease no one likes to talk about. When people hear Parkinson's, they're afraid, even if they don't know exactly what it is. This podcast is led by Parkinson's patients talking about their daily life with PD. I'm your host, Jessica Krauser. Hi everyone, and welcome to our segment. What's your PD party trick? I'm Jessica Krauser, and I'm here with Brian Baker. Hello, Jessica. How are you? I'm wonderful. Great, Brian. We have a special guest back with us again.
1: Again. We always have special guests. Steve B.
0: Yeah, I know you can't get rid of him because we're 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 it's his
2: studio. (laughs) We're at your your
0: studio, (laughs) so we're here. But we're here again with Steve thanks again for coming back
2: nice to be here thanks
0: um for those of you who were listening to our last podcast with steve it was past the kool-aid so we heard your story about um, receiving your diagnosis Mm -hmm. but this time we're going to talk about your journey with dbs deep brain stimulation surgery correct so, um, but why do we call it a PD party? Do you have a PD party trick?
1: I do not have a PD party Do you PD know what a PD party trick is? Um, I'm assuming it's like when you can shake the paint. Do something paint. fun.
0: <laughs> so I didn't think that this was a trick, but Melissa thought it was a trick when I said, I'm like, I, I like to wave and I go, and I, I did this in one of our other segments and I stop. Like it stops going. Whereas like this hand keeps going. This one just stops shaking. So that's. That's the only party trick I have.
1: I don't know. I play a lot of cards with my friends that make fun of me when I can't shuffle. Is that a party trick? Maybe that could Maybe. be it. Could
0: yeah. Be. Uh, he well, Steve has the best party trick. Have you ever seen it?
1: I have not seen his party trick.
0: Are you? Are uh, really?
1: No, he hides it from me.
0: Oh my gosh! I, I, I feel very privileged because I've seen it a lot now. My kids have even seen it.
1: The kids have seen it. Yes. You want to so see
0: it? Let's show everybody your party trick. And if you're just listening, I'll tell you what's happening.
2: Okay, so the system that I have allows me to change stimulation programs, do a lot of different things, but it also has an off button, and I'm going to turn it off right now. So
0: this is your remote control to your DBS system, which controls your tremors. It's
2: going to stop all stimulation. Okay. All right, I'm going to turn it off.
0: So for those of you who can't see, if you're listening in only, Steve is now... Shaking uncontrollably, and to almost to the point where he's going to drop this remote. Can and hopefully he'll get back to being able to turn it back on. And then we're going to talk about how this all works. Ready? Did you get it?
2: It's getting there.
0: Okay. Okay. Voila! Party trick.
2: It
1: is an amazing party trick. Yes.
0: Okay. Yes, so. Yes, it is. So. Talk to us about what just happened. I and mean, we'll Talk to us about your symptoms before you had DBS and the, the symptoms that we just saw. And that will then lead us into the DBS discussion.
2: My symptoms were uh, tremors and tremors only uh, in my right hand, my right side. Mm-hmm. So I went in for surgery um, in December, uh, December 18th, 2019 do control the tremors in the right-hand side of my body and then uh, tremors got worse uh, on the left-hand side so I just had my left-hand side done this past year I used to hear people talk about their on times and their off times and Mm -hmm. I never really got it because I never really had an on time or an off time I was on nine pills of carbidopa levodopa mm-hmm. a day three times a day Wow. and I never really got much relief from it mm-hmm. so I, I told Dr. Henkel I want to sign up for brain surgery so
0: you brought it up yes how did you even know about it
2: I read about it the very first time I, I looked on the Parkinson's website mm-hmm. and way down to the bottom it said if all else fails Deep brain stimulation surgery. Well, I knew that day that I was going to have that because that seemed to be the best choice. I'd rather get rid of something for a long period of time than you know deal with a lot of meds over uh, a long period of time.
0: So, weren't you weren't like you almost sound like you didn't even hesitate?
2: Like- no, no, and I didn't. I mean, I'm I'm after the end game, you know, uh, and the nice thing about it is is that dbs will control tremors that possibly you know didn't get controlled with meds Mm -hmm. Uh, in fact i'm not on any meds now nothing Nope.
0: that's is that uncommon or common i
2: think that's uncommon uh you, you, most
0: I people understand. are so, like Roz that we talked right. to she's gonna probably still be on some meds right yeah,
2: i
1: think they i think they uh, what i saw out there what i've heard is that if you're on if your tremors are your primary symptoms there's a lot there's a there's a chance you could be on no medication but if rigidity and stiffness is your is is your, <clears throat> is your primary problem that they do have they do usually those people stay on medication.
0: So what does, what can DBS help with? I mean, because we have a lot of symptoms that, like, that we're all differently affected, but...
2: The things that DBS is best at controlling is tremors, uh, slowness, and stiffness, and it also will allow you to hopefully reduce your meds you're taking. Um, And we're, we're continuing to work on my tremors even a year after my surgery. So, you know, it takes some patience. I mean the the signals are emitted out of So this is I don't know how soon out close up you can see this. So there's there's, several
1: there's several devices out there. So this is the,
2: the This is the Boston Scientific System.
0: So let's talk about the system. Let's talk about your journey, like how what the surgery was like and what what you're holding in your hand looks like just like a long, skinny little wire. Mm-hmm. So that's this, in your body.
2: That's in my brain, mm-hmm. uh, deep in my brain. And there's uh, the neat thing about this is it has four areas that emit 360 degrees at varying amounts of, of pulsing width and current, mm-hmm. which just, I mean, it, it, it's the equivalent of millions of numerical combinations that can uh, control whatever problem you've got, whether it be hand tremor, uh, leg tremor, or whatever. Mm -hmm. Um, But uh, I went into surgery, and and of course, all of us who have tremors know that it's the first thing that hits you when you wake up in the morning. It's Mm -hmm. the last thing before you go to bed. Mm -hmm. Now, I was lucky in that when I went to sleep, my brain stopped working my tremors stopped also. Mm -hmm. And then I'd wake up in the morning, I'm like, don't think of anything. (laughs) Don't think, but it never worked. But the tremors would be back. And when I had my surgery, I'll never forget, I woke up, uh, they bring you awake during the surgical procedure. And I realized immediately that my hand and my arm was just laying beside me, peaceful as peaceful could be. And I thought, well, this must be what it's like to be normal again, mm. you know. And so they they put me through some procedures. Uh, I had to tap my fingers like this mm-hmm. and stick my tongue out. And then they had me count backwards uh, from the month of December. So I did, you know, December, November, October. And by the time I got to June, my jaw was literally ratcheted all over, as far as it could go, and as hard as I could, I could not utter the words June.
0: What? Like, what happened?
2: They were just increasing the pulsing width oh. and, and the uh, uh, the the power within the unit.
0: They were basically seeing how much you can take, or right. How much is and there? I heard
2: somebody say, "Well, I think we've reached the upper limit." Yeah. And then the next thing I knew, I woke up in recovery.
0: Oh. Yeah so you're like awake but not awake
2: no i was fully awake i understood commands and things like Mm. that and and could do them uh but it was a little unsettling when you know i I knew i needed to get june but Hmm. i couldn't
0: interesting so they they talk about it like a like i've heard it described as like it's like a pacemaker for your brain but everybody's still i mean rightly so freaked out about it a little bit because it's it's your brain mm-hmm. but so what are they putting in there
2: well these are the leads that they put in
0: so those are the that's like a wire right, right? can i see it sure and okay. then you ever um
2: i have not touched we have a graphic of of my my first lead that controlled my right side and it shows the the actual lead in my brain and the waves that it's putting it out, and it looks kind of like a fat figure eight. And that was a very challenging uh, programming session. And once I once I understood that this is how it worked, then I became a better a better patient. Uh, I went in there with a specific uh, agenda that I wanted to be able to carry a coffee mug from my eleven o'clock to my two o'clock without trembling. Mm-hmm. Because I could carry a, gl- a glass of water with no problem, but the intricacies of moving your thumb to carry a cup of coffee, and, and you think about it, it's a whole different set of muscles, a whole different set of intricacies. And about a half hour later, he worked on the computer, and I was able to carry a coffee mug.
0: Just by him changing, like, right. computer signals or something. Pulsing
2: and and pulse widths and strengths and things like yeah. that yeah interesting. but I mean it and it's fascinating and and then I, so now I just come with very specific things that I want to accomplish
0: so this whole process of getting DBS let's just even focus on one side of your brain mm-hmm. it or actually no yeah the, just the one side you had one surgery that they went into your into the brain right
2: they drilled a hole in my head about the size of a dime Mm -hmm. and then they they superimpose your MRI your original MRI over Mm -hmm. a computer generated MRI that determines the best route that they want to go and that's how they know that they've got it perfectly in sync and they know that's exactly where they want to to put the insertion guiding tube
0: so they put that in during one surgery. Right. Then you come back.
2: Right. And then they they sew the ends of it up mm-hmm. underneath your skin, and then for me, uh, now for people that go for for uh, dual control, then the next surgery they have puts in another one. They'll drill another hole and put on the other side. But for and me, that's what
0: Roz is doing right now, right? She had yes. dual, so she had her first side. Right. Last month her an excite this month and now what's the next step
2: the next step after that is they put this this transmitter in.
0: That's what's and
2: that's that's what generates The electricity that goes to your leads
0: and where is this right?
2: Mine is on my collarbone like that. That's I mean You can see so it's like, a really so a they small do surgery thing.
0: then and the surgery and that's
2: an outpatient this. surgery and is what? It? Yeah, and what they do is they actually—they actually, do you see they actually uh, take the wires that they have curled up over your, underneath your scalp, mm-hmm. and for lack of a better word, I'd, I say they take like a butter knife to separate <laughs> yeah. your skin from the underneath, mm-hmm. you know, side of your scalp, yeah, to make a way for those wires to meet, and then they hook it up to the uh, the the uh, stimulator and then that's when the fun begins you know yeah and i must not have been paying attention in class because i thought and judy thought that we would go into the the uh programming session they'd flip a switch and we would go home Mm -hmm. everything would be great but it's not like that so it takes a a degree of patience Mm -hmm. you know because it's a long it's a long long? drawn-out period i would say six to eight months
0: to get it right
2: to get it right to get it perfect and and then once you learn how the thing works then you can ask for specific things hmm. and and that's where it really does become fun because you go up with an objective in mind and you come home with it working hmm. and that's that's a feeling of validation there yeah.
0: not everybody though can get DBS Right, you had to go through a pretty rigorous process.
2: It was. I mean, it was a it was a two day process, and it, it goes over your memory and your cognitive skills and things like that. But I actually enjoyed that a lot. I mean, I enjoyed the memory test. <laughs> well, I mean, they read you a bunch of words, and they you know, and then you have to repeat them back. And then they read them to you again. They then Don't you repeat him, them back. Don't because then he's no, going
0: to know what I, to I, expect. I right? And then time.
2: like an This is like a four hour. Procedure And yeah. then an hour into it, they say, remember those words we read to you? Do it back. So, I mean, it's, it was a challenge, but I, I loved it. Mm-hmm. I enjoyed it. And, and you need to know that these trials, these tests, are designed for everybody to fail them. Mm-hmm. It's just establishing where at what point, mm-hmm. you know, you fail. But they'll tell you stories and streets yeah. and with a lot of detail and mm-hmm. and you just bark it back at them
0: and you've done that Fun.
1: before i went to cleveland clinic and they were doing a brain some kind of brain uh testing or whatever like that so i went there and did it and it was pretty much the same test that they're doing now they they read a story about some lady getting robbed and she mm. had a pink purse and so like an hour later they'll say what color was that purse and right you know
2: and the police felt bad and they took up a collection for yeah. her
1: yeah, that's the same it's one. The same story. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and they ask you how much they see. I gotta remember how much they collected. They collected, you know, so much money. And she lived yeah. on the third apartment by the. Yeah,
2: she was actually a cook for a high school cafeteria.
0: <laughs> 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 um So with with DVS though, I, I know you said you were reading a website that said, you know, if all else fails, like try surgery. Right. But it's that it's didn't really not it that. With me.
2: Well, but I mean, that's that's the old line of that's thinking. That's the old, right. And you know, what I've
0: heard recently is you can wait three to four years after your diagnosis. I know you went sooner, but like... Yeah, I went 15 months. Yeah, oh, wow.
2: Because my concern was, what if what if a year from now, I'm not a candidate? Because you you're know? only
0: a candidate for...
2: Well, a viable period of time, and it, and it could very well be years. But I'd rather have it sooner rather than later. To enjoy you know? life. Yeah. Yeah, that's I mean, my understanding is
1: there's a window of, um, you know, you have to be so far advanced in your Parkinson's, but you can't be too far advanced in your Parkinson's where you start having like, cognitive issues and stuff like that mm-hmm. because that's when they said the surgery is not going to work.
0: Well, and I know that I, I heard, I think it was on another podcast with um, actually all of the, um, uh, a bunch of manufacturers as well as neurologists saying, it, like you said, it used to be thought of as it was the last thing people would do, like, resort to. But it yeah. should be one of the first because it's not that it stops, but, like, it puts you where you currently are, right? Like, if you're so far down, like, there might be things that the DBS can't bring back or can't help you with. But if you get it early enough, like you did, you can It's It
2: solved all my problems, mm-hmm. you know. And right now we're working on uh, controlling tremors, without giving up balance. You know, so that's the one thing we're working mm-hmm. on now. And I, I mean, I look at it as, and people people say brain surgery. People get all hung up about brain surgery. Mm-hmm. And brain surgery for me was a walk in the park. I mean, you know, I had my surgery one day, went home the next, mm-hmm. and 6.30 the next morning, I was in the kitchen fixing eggs and grits. Mm-hmm. And, and I never looked back. I was off pain meds in about three days. Mm-hmm. Because there's no pain sensors in your brain, yeah. you know. So, I mean, my experience—the brain surgery itself is a walk in the park. I've had shoulder surgery, far more uh, painful and 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 of uh, recovery than, than, time than and... the, the brain surgery. Hmm. And I look at it as you know. I mean, Home Depot sold what millions of electric drills last year. You know now one person who bought one of those electric drills really wanted it you know what they wanted Hmm. they wanted holes (laughs) it's the same way with brain surgery you know none of us really want to go through brain surgery but we desperately want what brain surgery will get us Mm -hmm. and that's a more normal life that we can live with our our families and grandkids and and for many more many more years well
0: that's so well
1: said so you, so you have the, we've seen the, the battery packed and the lead. So what else do you have there in front of you?
2: The battery charger, which I love. I don't know who designed this, but in my opinion, they're rock stars. Uh, this is a wireless battery. And I turn it on.
0: Oh, I didn't even think about that. You have to and charge. And it just hangs.
2: It's yeah, it, in there. It just hangs. You can hear it beeping. Uh-huh. If,
0: How long does it take?
2: It can charge up to four weeks without having to recharge again. I usually charge about every week or so.
0: But like how long do you have to keep that thing on?
2: About half hour, 45 minutes. That's it. And I've charged mowing the yard. I've charged at 30,000 feet in an airplane. I've charged uh, walking around Disney World with my kids, building a birdhouse for my 105-year-old mother-in-law. I'm a busy person, and this thing doesn't stop mm-hmm. me you know, from getting what I need to do. And I love this system. Now, if I were to buy this system in Europe, the battery would last me 20 years. But due to whatever regulations that happen here in the United States, the battery is only listed for like 15 years or something like that. But it's the same battery. Mm -hmm. So 20-year battery without having to get cut open again, yeah, I'm all over that. Mm -hmm. Yeah.
0: Wow. Wow.
1: That's pretty cool. It is cool. Yeah.
2: And and I think the best compliment that the Boston Scientific people can have is when somebody tells me, gosh, I would never know you even had Parkinson's. Mm-hmm. And I get that all the time. Yeah. You know? And it's it's because of what this system does for me. It's made me normal again.
0: And I know you have a video that you shared with your... Surgeon oh, yeah, so we'll have to share that we'll share that in a separate segment But just as a thank you because they do so many of these like you said But well, I
2: think it can you know if you if you do life-changing Surgeries time and time and time again. I'm not saying that it does for them But for me it could get just nuts and bolts. Yeah, Mm -hmm. roll them in you know (laughs) so I I created a, a video just thanking uh, Doctor Enagle for the changes that he made in my life, well, and I mean every word of it. God. I mean he's really, really, and the systems changed my life.
1: Well,
0: well, definitely share that. And and Steve, thank you again. Thank you for sharing your party trick um, with us. It's uh, the best party trick I think we've ever seen. You need to get one. You need to get some and you party
1: get a DBS trick. or oh, party yeah, trick. Oh yeah, both. <laughs> and you know,
2: I, w- I will also say something about that. That the party trick is actually a very deep, personal Mm -hmm. revelation that really hit me once I saw it played back. And because, you know, from this angle, it's just a party trick, but but seeing it played back was pretty significant for me. It was a reminder to me of how bad my tremors are Mm -hmm. and the excellent control I'm getting. So the system does it all, and I just thank God whoever put it together these are some really smart people
0: we really appreciate you sharing that because it's a it's it's a personal journey but it's it's definitely one that i'm glad that you can share with everybody because there's so many people who are scared or don't know about all this the the different things that we can do besides medication and uh
2: well dr walter said that uh, on my last programming session up there he's the head of the the dbs department Mm -hmm. and he said because of of me going so many people within our organization have gone you know to get theirs done too he said they were going to add a new demographic question to the new patient register and the question was are you a friend of Steve's?
0: <laughs> <laughs> I could definitely see them adding that because of how many people I already know have been. I to laughed out it, so loud. That's great. That was funny. That's good. I mean, that's getting the word out and, and being an advocate, I think that's huge. So thank you for all that you're doing for that.
2: My pleasure.
0: All right, in our last 30 seconds, I want to leave you with this. Please remember, we are patients just like you. We are not medical professionals telling you what to do. But there are a lot of patients out there that don't know about DBS or they heard of it and they fear it because it's brain surgery or because it's not as well known as something like a pacemaker would be. But don't let fear stop you from learning. Educate yourself and talk to your doctor. At the end of the day, do what's best for you. Thanks for tuning in. The Secret Life of Parkinson's is produced by Melissa Carlson and Steve Brandenburg. To contact us, email info at thesecretlifeofpd.org. The Secret Life of Parkinson's is not responsible or liable for any medical advice, diagnosis, course of treatment, or any other information obtained through this podcast. The information provided by The Secret Life of Parkinson's is not intended to be a substitute for professional medical advice, diagnosis, or treatment. Never disregard professional medical advice, or delay in seeking it because of something you heard on this podcast. You are encouraged to consult a physician for a definitive diagnosis.